You've probably all heard of this image that people give to children sometimes. And it's take, take a gallon of milk and you just have a gallon of milk. And if you take a can of chocolate, you just have a can of chocolate. But if you pry that lid over and you pour that into the milk, what do you have? You've got milk with about an inch of chocolate in the bottom of it, right? That's what it just sinks to the bottom. But if you pick it up and you shake it and you shake it and you shake it, then you got a real treat. You got something special. That's what I think is happening with Mary. You have an ordinary woman who comes into this world and she shakes up the whole world by her yes, by her simple yes to God. Yes, let it be manifest through me. And she changed the world. That's why she did it. She said yes to bring salvation, to bring the Messiah to our earth, and to shake it up a little bit and to make it a little sweeter. Now, a lot of people will say, well, that was 2,000 years ago. The Blessed Mother still works today. And I have an example for your story. I love stories, you know. And um, this happened probably about four years ago. I had a young man, he was 22 years of age. And he called and he said, are you a Catholic priest? And I said, on a good day, yeah, you know. And um, he said, my grandfather is living with me. His name's Stanley. And he said, he loves the Catholic Church. He loves priest. And it would mean the world to him if you would stop in and see him. So I said, I can do that. So I went by the house, and this was a short guy with a great big beard and this great big head of white hair. He looked kind of like Santa Claus. And um, he was from Michigan. And he was living with his grandson because he had no place else to live. And the grandson said, come live with me. He was 22 years of age, caring for his grandfather in his 90s. And so I saw him a number of times. And Sometimes he would start talking about his mother, and he was always kind of harsh about his mother. Never had anything good to say about his mother. And one day, the young boy said to me, the grandson, I'm sure by now he's told you about his mother. And I said, well, he has said some rather strange things. And he said, his mother was a horrible woman. And if you ask my uncles or my aunts, they would tell you the exact same thing. He said, today, Father, we would know that she probably had a mental illness, but she was very abusive of the children, and they all ended up leaving pretty at a pretty young age. And he said, my grandfather went into the military at the end of World War II. And I said, where was he? And he said, he was stationed in Germany. And it was the end. He said, things were kind of coming to an end, and it was a good time for him to be there and then to get out. And he said, but one of these days, he will tell you his story. So I thought, I'm going to wait. A couple times later, he said, have I ever told you about when I was in Germany? And I said, no, Stanley, you haven't done that. And he said, you know, my mother was not a very good person, and I never really considered her my mother. And he said, it was the last days of the war. And he said, I was driving a truck through an area that we knew had landmines in it. And he said, but I had to get across this field. And he said, I had men in the back of the truck, and I had a guy in the cab next to me. 
And he said, I thought, if we hit one, the whole thing's going to blow up. And he said, I started to cry. And he said, I can't do this. And he said, and the blessed mother came to me. And she said, Stanley, I have been with you every single day of your life. I have seen the abuse you had. She's not your mother. I am your mother. And he said, from that moment on, he said, I had so much clarity in my own life that Mary was the one who was leading me through my life. And he said, I put the truck in gear and I drove straight through that field. And he said, we were the only truck that made it through that field without hitting something. And he said, I got out and I got on my knees and I said, thank you, mom. That's the effect that Mary has in our lives. And it's important for us to realize that we need to love our parents. But more than likely, not always, because my, my mother died early, but usually, usually, we outlive our parents by quite a bit. But he said to me, she was always my mother from that moment on, and I never had to worry. I never felt cheated after that. Mary's yes to the world changed the world 2,000 years ago, but it continues to change the world today. Now, I don't know how you are feeling about all this stuff in the world. I think the world's gone to hell in a handbasket, but you're not politically allowed to say those things. But I've never been overly politically correct. Um, <clears throat> you're shocked, I could just tell. Um, but here's the deal. Look around. Tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, earthquakes. It's a mess. I'm not saying God's punishing us. I'm saying God is saying, you weren't made for this world. We were made for heaven. We were made for eternal life. And we get there by living our lives in this world in such a way that we make life better for those around us. We are an example of the Blessed Mother. Living our lives not for ourselves, but for our eternity and the eternity of all of our brothers and sisters in Christ. So on this Feast of the Assumption, let us be glad that Mary came into our world and let us acknowledge the fact that she deserved, trust me, she deserved to be assumed into heaven. Why? Because God loved her so much. Because her yes, unlike ours, was a perfect yes. You know, God will ask a few things of me every now and then. I'll say, I can do that. Well, I can probably do 92% of it. You know, with, with us, we never give 100%. Mary gave it all. And today we acknowledge that, that by her shaking the world up a little better, she challenged the world to more beautifully and more easily love God who sent his son to redeem us and who promises to be with us all the days of our life. So let us, like Mary, seek him out.